1: Get Boston Sports Original on the go
0: wherever you go.
1: Just
2: download the Odyssey app.
0: We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEI.
3: Ken and Curtis back together again after a three-week hiatus for me. Curtis, great job the last three weeks with Kyrie Thompson and also Brian Barrett before you ran him out of town. Yep. Filling in for me while I vacationed uh, hither and thither. Uh, By the way, uh, today, I'm sorry, Thursday of this week, a good little uh,
4: wet-your-palate matchup before we get into the football season, the NFL season, the next
3: Thursday. West Virginia Pitt, not bad, ESPN. Oh, I thought you were going to say another Apple TV uh, baseball game. Oh, my God. Red Sox a winner last night. By the way, we were here at Fenway uh, from our Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio, brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and Ford trucks, official truck of the Red Sox. Can I dovetail the Red Sox into the Pats talk for a second? Can I quickly, before you do that, just say this? You know how the NFL makes it a,
4: a great night when they release the schedule? And I know the NFL is this behemoth and other things aren't as big. The baseball season, like, <laughs> leaks it like it's bad news. Yeah, under no, the cover of darkness, the Red Sox
3: schedule came out. I did see that.
4: Why? I don't, I don't know.
3: I, uh, whatever. It's just one of the million things with baseball. Yeah, but if you if they did a release special, you would be mocking the hell out of it. Oh, great. The Red Sox play on August 8th, Tampa. You know. Okay. Well, thankfully, Sam Kennedy doesn't listen to
4: me. So I, I do think that there would be some seam heads that would be interested in it, not having it released at 3
3: a.m. on a Wednesday. You have concerns about the Patriots short term and long term, correct? One of your tweets last night, one of your great tweets on Amateur Night was to uh, discuss how interested you are in the long, you know, whether people buy in with this team, whether they fall off, you know, just totally tune out. Right.
4: I do. Yeah, I, 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 the ratings for the first game, I haven't seen the second game. We're down almost 50% year to year. So obviously there's many factors at play, whatever, but the ratings by and large for live sports have gone up because they have started to figure out how to add an out of home viewing as in bars and other places. So it's, it's concerning that the Patriots, who always would release these press releases after games saying most watched night in Boston, da 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 da, da that, I, that was one thing that piqued my interest that you know, maybe the, the buy-in isn't quite what it used to be. And last night felt like Friday night, we've all been waiting, talking about it. They've been practicing out there. you got Josh and Bill, the, the prelude to the real game this year, coming up in, I think, December. Uh, between the Raiders and Patriots in the regular season. And a lot was on the line because so much negativity has been espoused about the way they've looked. Mac has n- played entering tonight, last night, I think, three series, two of which were bad. Mm-hmm. So you enter last night, and you're kind of feeling like, all right. And not only do you not look good, the guy that was the former backup <laughs>
3: is dominating up well, yeah. and down the field against your number one defense. That's a great point. We have not discussed the defense at all in the first hour, and they looked Uninspired. Judon, I guess, got it going late, but is but that the, their third it, team it was against? So, it was, uh, I mean, you can't. The, the Jack first... Jones looked good. My man Jack Jones. There we go. There's the optimism of the morning. I'm jacked about Jones. <laughs> uh, the team was not good last night in no, any way. No, no, and... no, but here's my, my Red Sox tie-in, because as this game's going on, Buster Oney tweets this. Oh, God. Each time another elite young player signs a big deal, the Red Sox look more and more out of step with the realities of the market. A trend started in the handling of the Mookie Betts talks. The only Boston players under contracts above $20 million beyond 23 are Sale and Story. So are you more concerned about the Red Sox? By the way, or has Patriots anybody
4: seen Sale course? since he was Lance Armstrong oh, flying
3: over good. Newton? He is gonzi.
4: Why? I mean, is he being paid? Where is he? Yeah. I mean, it, doesn't he live in Newton? I don't know.
3: I mean. Do you believe in the bike story? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. of course I do. Okay. Great partners, the Red Sox of ours. Uh, but I mean, honestly, few, long-term future of these two clubs, which troubles you more? Because I know you're worried about Bills. No, I'm more. I'm more concerned about
4: the Patriots long term. You are because I know John Henry has been able to win with four different general managers or four di- Yeah, Theo, Sherrington, Dombrowski. So three and four. Uh, you yeah, had
3: Francona. Oh, like I Farrell. thought for sure you were going to bring up buying the Pittsburgh Penguins and, and that whole. Well, yeah, I mean, lack he, of
4: investment. I don't believe he's nearly invested here as he used to be. But whether it's been Liverpool, I mean, or here, he's been relatively successful. I don't agree. I as a Red Sox fan, as someone who works with the station that is a direct partner of the team, I would prefer that he stop expanding and broadening his portfolio. But there is at least some evidence to back that Henry can win multiple different ways with multiple different people.
3: You do not have that in Foxborough. Yeah, but this Julio Rodriguez deal and the Devers situation, I can see hanging over the Red Sox all next year, and Mookie's going to come back, speaking of the scheduled release, as a member of the Dodgers and be a, you know, an opponent. That is going to be defining for the whole year next year. Is I, Devers yeah. going to sign? I don't know. I, I feel
4: and, It feels like the Red Sox, when they had that great June and people were ready to sort of get back on the train, there's there's indifference that's settled in well, right yeah, now. Yeah, the wheels have fallen off. And I don't know if they're going to – like there, there's been so many occurrences – where this group has allowed people that were beloved to leave you know it began with pedro which was fine cuz you won in 2007 then you trade manny which is fine cuz he quit and then you get lester which was really sort of the swing point where people were uh, lester was a perfect guy on and off the field the guy overcame cancer threw a no hitter won two world series was the balls in the playoffs never w- there was never a bad word uh, said about chicken and beer he wasn't the ringleader. That was Josh Beckett, John Lackey. People can fall into wrong crowds. I'm not going to blame James if he hangs up with a bad guy once in a while. <laughs> wow, you are. Right. He, well, I mean, in case I, you I, have your principles uh, already set. Yeah, I already talked to the uh, daycare, and I made sure none of the kids were smoking doobies. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, I buy it. okay, you can take that. And Then if you say chicken and beer, then you have to say Francona did a bad job, and so did Theo. I mean, certain things occur. You make mistakes. Like, I don't blame Belichick entire tenure because he brought in uh, a Dallas Thomas who talked about the Jetsons or Albert Hainsworth people. You get to make a couple mistakes. I know Scheim took a bunch of mulligans. <laughs> you can give a couple mulligans to the head coach of the Patriots if you win six titles. But I have more faith that this I, I, I have faith in, in Henry to win different ways, but I don't have faith that the buy-in I, I the buy-in for the Red Sox is going to take a lot more work than the buy-in in the Patriots. So it's the opposite though. From the fans, mean, oh, from the fans? Because well, I, that's, well, yeah, uh, you know, you've they removed squandered last year's buy-in you, in many ways. You squandered it. And then the Bogarts thing was such a self-inflicted wound. Bogarts hasn't played great this year. You can't tell me that that hasn't been an issue. You have Devers, who has basically screamed from the top of the Hancock Tower that he wants to be here over and over again. You keep doing nothing. Heim Bloom just seems totally disinterested and disconnected from the fan base from how people actually feel about this organization. He views players as just chips that you move in and out when there's such a relationship between especially
3: Bogarts and this fan base. Well, that's why I fear the Red Sox more actually going forward. The relationship between Cora and Bloom still worries me, whereas with the Patriots, the Patriots and the the Crafts and the uh, Belichicks, I think they're in lockstep. Their direction, their idea for the future is pretty – even if Robert – So you think it was performative
4: at at the uh, breakers during the owners' meetings? When he said that this is an important year, he does things different ways. But you know we're we're a results based team, and it's been
3: three years since we won a playoff. Game. I don't think that means if Bill has a bad year, he's going to fire him. If that's what you mean, I, I, mean, it, I don't results believe... based. And well, didn't say one year? We have to win nine games or I'm firing Bill. Well, he said I expect to win a playoff game this year. Yeah, okay, and if they don't, I mean I don't think I don't he's going to fire.
4: Him. But there's things that you could do on the periphery that wouldn't be firing Belichick.
3: You could say, all right, we're, we're even. You can't lose that guy. <laughs> Let's go to the folks We have some reaction from last night. Jack and Wellesley has been hanging on. Hi, Jack. How are you?
2: Hi, good morning. I'm doing well. Uh, first of all, it's good to hear um, both Ken and Curtis on the Ken and Curtis show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Second of all, I actually was going to talk about Patriots in general, but Ken, you pose a very uh, interesting question. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with, in terms of, whom I trust more to kind of, I guess, have some kind of direction is the Patriots because at least you kind of have the framework there with Mac and and Bill. If nothing else, frankly, but with the Red Sox, I mean, if they let Bogey and Devers walk, then I have literally no idea what the direction is. I mean, you're going to build around Josh Winkowski? I, I don't get it. <laughs> Marcelo <laughs> you
3: know? Mayer. I mean, I guess Mayer and Cassis. I right? guess, That's, you know, yeah, just when you fall in love problem.
4: with them, they'll be in, you know, in, with the Giants or the Dodgers, and they'll exactly.
2: No, precisely
3: what do you think of last night jack when it comes to the bats
2: uh no it's, it's definitely concerning um i, I want to think they, they figure out to some degree like i i think i mean frankly the quarterback they have now is better than the one they had in 2020 so i, I can't imagine they win fewer than seven games but I, I my my confidence in them winning 10 and kind of sneaking in, in is uh wavering still there but wavering
3: all right thanks for the call i, I mean look there is, the, the beginning of the year, is <clears throat> that's everything. This first month, they could lose in Miami. F- I fully admit that right now. They're, they're not, they are not a well-oiled machine right now. Right. But I think they'll win in Pittsburgh, and they have a, a schedule which you think Baltimore is a loss. I mm, don't know. I, not I, definite. I, the, the Baltimore Ravens could be one of the few teams that's more
4: dysfunctional off the field right now than the Patriots with the Lamar Jackson contract that's going off. that That will be
3: ugly. Believe me, the, the, they just got to get to two and two. Now is the way I look at it. Two and two is a reasonable start in those first four games with Green Bay on the road.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, but I do think that this season is just—it's so important because you have where are they now? They had the the Cam year. Bill's already used the reset the cap thing. He's made several different excuses, which has been out of character for a guy who, by and large, hasn't made any over his twenty years here, and nationally. Not that it matters, but Brady Brady led the NFL in touchdown passes last year. It it that is the story nationally. If Brady plays well this year again, and the Patriots appear to be, you know, we'll get to the Orlovsky sound later on. I mean, this is a situation where it is clear as day that this may have been a all time mistake by Robert Kraft and where they are and where they're headed. Because if if, if Mac isn't a label enabled isn't able to progress the way he should because of decisions made on the coaching staff and the supporting cast and Brady at 45 in his third year away from the team is leading the Bucks towards the playoffs and, and a playoff run. It is mind boggling how huge
3: a calculated error that was by this organization. Well, we, I don't want to go back into Brady cause we've done it so much, but the McDaniels part of it is really the, Recent history, the most unfortunate thing. I, I'm actually surprised Bill and McDaniels were so chummy last night before the game because that is going to screw Bill. Does if this built- year goes wrong, isn't it more about the dysfunction of the offensive play, you know, the coach? I mean, you can't especially, minimize what's going on there. Especially when, won't.
4: when Joe Judge told Ian O'Connor that they could win with any top 15 quarterback. Guess what? Mac Jones is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. I agree. The system has changed. They've admitted defeat. Yeah, and I mean they are not doing a good job of implementing the new system so far, from what we've seen. Right, and this is self-inflicted. Not only now did you leave Brady, you let Brady walk, you let Josh walk, and it appears you he took Max Mojo like <laughs> like in Austin Powers. I mean, it is, I. I which is not that surprising, right? Do you do you blame Mac if, if he had a guy? That, I'm surprised because Mac's a guy that, according to reports, taught Bill O'Brien the Alabama offense. He appears to be a guy that is relatively stable. It, but if it,
3: but if his tackles really are revolting, if they right, if, but those if there are, are p- all
4: decisions made by Bill. Those are all in self-inflicted
3: no, but wounds. Those players are revolting based partly on McDaniel's
4: leaving. No, they're revolting because the people that they replaced McDaniel's with couldn't coach all the that offense. Too,
3: that too. But that's, that's all part. That's what Max, Max not just dealing with a new playbook, or you know, a new play caller. He's dealing with drama around him with his teammates, which is a lot for a second year quarterback to have to to figure out. Let's go to Bill and Framingham. Hi, my Bill.
5: Hello, guys. Getting ready oh, yeah. for another good season. Hey, the go. last time this defensive genius coach coached in a meaningful game, this team put up the worst defensive performance in the history of the National Football League playoffs. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. It's never been done. This coach is so far overrated. I don't care what anybody says. He's done nothing without Brady. And now he's in the process of completely destroying and bringing down this franchise. It's a disgrace what I saw last night, and it's only going to get worse. And I will never ever root for the Patriots again as long as this guy or his family or anybody has anything to do with this team. Gonna...
3: That's amazing. Now, even Curtis isn't that much of a Bill hater. No. In fact, you saddle up the Bill now on the uh, Monday interviews, which will be in person this week. Um, uh, is Bill overrated? Possibly. Is he a horrible coach? That's a disgrace. I mean, come on. What are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, and that—that's
4: th- where we swing way too far in the other direction. The one element of this that is, I think, uh, reflective of where they are the last two seasons, two complete seasons, one with Cam, one with Mac. They have won one game where their opponent had scored twenty-seven or more points, and that was against the Jets in Week Eight of the twenty twenty regular season they won that game thirty to twenty seven since then they have not won a single game where their opponent has scored twenty five or more points so the way the nfl is going it is offensive based every call is slanted towards the offense
3: so those are things that are so so does it therefore make sense that they were gonna overhaul the playbook a little bit and try to catch up to the modern NFL? Wasn't that, in theory, a good thing?
4: No. When you and I concluded the season and had our post-mortem, we each said you need a big draft, you need more weapons on offense, you need to expand the breadth of the playbook to give more options to Mac Jones, who sh- clear clearly showed he was the best rookie quarterback. Right. And that you found Thornton and he got
3: hurt already. Right. You, you, right. And who would have thought a 160-pound receiver <laughs> would break a clavicle in the NFL? I mean... Well, they drafted a, a supposed stud in Nikhil Harry that was big and strong, and he, he sucked, too. So... I'm okay with going with the. You want to go guy. back to those drafts? I mean, that the Nikhil Harry draft may be the worst draft yeah. in the history of the Patriots. We can do that, but the calls are flooding in. People are waking up. Some people are angry, like Bill and Fram again. You can give us a call, 617 779 7937. How concerned are you about the Pats? More of your phone calls coming up after Dr. Nick's trending.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly,
0: beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre and post game shows. Go to MLB.TV to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: This is Ken and Curtis on WEI.
2: Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app and take Boston Sports
1: Original everywhere you go.
3: It is your Ken and Curtis show, broadcasting live from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio, and we will be here for every weekend home game that remains. Red Sox did win it last night, as Dr. Nick told you in the trend. It has been uh, not good here. I won't I won't sugarcoat that for the Sox over the last couple weeks. Uh, Trevor Story set to come back today, though. Who knows? Maybe they'll make a little push here in September. Obviously, though, focusing much today on the Patriots and the performance last night, such that it was their loss in their exhibition slate. You can join us at 617-779-7937. Before we get back to the calls, um, one of our new insiders this year on WEI will be Dan Orlovsky. And the ESPN analyst weighed in last night on the Patriots' performance. He did it. It's a pretty good breakdown, two minutes just on Twitter, him going through one play, the right side of the Patriots' line and their inability to pick up a blitz. Um, but Dan's going to be on with MFM on September 7th. He'll be on 3 o'clock every Wednesday. And I think he's going to have some good insight to the team. He is, he is like many that are concerned with what he's seeing of this offense. Do you want to play a little snippet of that, Nick?
1: The Patriots better get some thoughts together offensively. I know it's the preseason, man. They look rough to watch. They called the same pass concept like five times in the first 20 plays of this game. Go route up top with drive at the bottom. I mean, it was relatively the same concept. But this is basic stuff that they keep missing on. I talked last week their offensive line played poorly. Their offensive line played worse this past game. All right, four down front. It's six-man protection. Five offensive linemen in the back make it six. The, right, the center, right guard and right tackle have three out of any of these four. So one, two, three, four. If any of those three come since the center is pushing to the right, they're going to take those three. If four come, it's on the quarterback. Left guard, left tackle have one, two, and the back has three. So one, two, three, one, two, three. So three on three backside, three on four front side. Relatively basic pressure, nickel by himself. The center, right guard and right tackle have one, two, three. There's three bodies there. No one even looks at the nickel blitzing. <laughs>
3: Those are their it's it's maybe more of a visual analysis than it is uh, should be played on radio, but you get the point. A blitzer comes free, nickel rush off the right side comes loose, Mac takes a shot. They were trying to hit I don't know if it's Aguilar or somebody deep down the left side, and we're unable to do so. So it's dysfunction with the group, but even if Orlowski points out, those are like experienced guys in theory in the league. On when use your right guard. He's been around a little while. Andrews and Wynn should be able to pick up basic concepts. Which gets back to part of the reason I think my biggest concern with the Patriots has got to be the buy-in from the players themselves. Is there dysfunction and drama going on here? Like Giardi's reporting they're trying to trade win. He's on the trade block. So all of of that drama, which is now contributing to Max' performance, plus the new coordinators, is going to be interesting to see whether they can get off on the right foot. 617-779-7937. 617 seven nine seven ninety is Kenneth Curtis. Let's go to Matt in Rhode Island here on the Kenneth Curtis Show. Hi, Matt. Hey,
6: guys. How you doing
3: tonight? Good.
6: So, look, I, I'm i not a Mac is top 15 guy or whatever, but this falls squarely on Bill. I mean, you lose Mason, you trade Mason for nothing in the in the middle of the offseason. You're talking about trading Isaiah Wynn. You've lost McDaniels, and you've got two bozos calling plays in max year, and and you're changing the, the, the scheme all around him to a zone-blocking scheme, and these guys just aren't picking it up. And I, I hate to talk whole line, especially because Fat Boy Gresh isn't on the radio, but this, is, just, this is miserable. <laughs> this is absolutely miserable to watch. This offense yes. is a disaster, and you're doing your second-year quarterback zero favors. And everyone knows you build inside out, and I just feel like Bill right now is kind of he's lost. I mean I I don't get it.
3: Well, if you build inside out, they did draft a guard. I mean, I don't know if he'll be good. I wasn't thrilled with the I pick, mean,
6: you you, you you traded away an, uh, an all-pro guard basically and drafted a guy that everyone had, you know, in the in the 3rd or 4th round in, in strange and oh, he's a big gritty guy and we love that, but he's not good. No. I what are, what are we doing?
4: Well, great question. No <laughs> truer words have ever been that's uttered. That's trademarked. You can't say that on this show. Uh, I get a half a Diet Coke every time that's mentioned. But the 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 issue, and I remember one day Danny lost his mind about the Shaq Mason not being a good Where's pastor. Danny been, by the way? Is oh, he, he the last summer week. Off? Yeah, oh, he no. did. Okay. Yeah, He's losing his mind. I don't give him as much time as you do, uh, to be just honest about well, the Well, you're story. rude. You're not a nice person. I, I try to be a good person. I just don't like to waste people's time on the public's airway. <laughs> um, but the... The situation with Shaq Mason was what it was emblematic of. It wasn't that I knew like PFF grades and I don't know what the hell they're doing or
3: who's right. I don't know what interior offensive line is or not. Admit it, you like PFF. You have started to like Bedard for some strange reason. No, I you like now like Pro Football focused analysis. Pro football? you are becoming more of a football honk. I am not a breakdown guy okay. by the week. I, I, Shimes I rubbing off on you. Okay, take that back. Um. The the PFF provides empirical data that they you sort like. of you have to I like it you have to trust their graders though Ken do you it's like not d- empirical data it's subjective it's I'm sorry subjective subjective
4: data. data you like DVOA right you yelled at me one day because I didn't know what DVOA meant. right okay so y- you you get things. that's empirical data you you utilize information uh you know a a a whole you know abstract. Across the spectrum, you take information. And- By the way,
3: hilarious last night. Quick aside, on the Apple TV broadcast, they had all these inane stats. And Sean McDonough on our uh, broadcast last night was just mocking them relentlessly throughout the game. It was tremendous. It went from like 29% chance of getting a hit, uh, hit rate down to 28% after a pitch. Anyway, and Garrett looks wit locked in. Oh, wow. Was, <laughs> was that last night? That was when he struck out whoever it was in the ninth inning last okay. night. Who was that on the call? Eduardo Perez, is that who it was? Oh, oh yeah. no, that was not. That, there's
4: a the play by play guy that's on Eduardo Perez. But uh, anyway, I'm sure he's brilliant. Th- that's Sorry,
3: it. empirical data. No, but. Back your football point.
4: But the, 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 it, you, you use a, a wide spectrum of, of, of things to help inform an opinion. Yes. And so I don't follow interior line play. I don't know anything. I mean, I know when somebody gets missed. It's just like you and I on the yeah. old show. We were talked about when we screwed up. Mm, right. We talk about the interior of the offensive line when they make a mistake. Correct. So. The, the fact that they traded a guy who, by all accounts, was spoken of highly by Skarnecchia to, you know, uh, Josh, to his teammates, Brady, Mac you name it. Everybody had positive things to say about Shaq Mason. He was never a topic as an issue off the field in any way. So you decide to trade him to acquire a fourth or fifth round pick. I can't even remember. And then I think it was a fifth round pick and then you utilize your first-round pick, after trading down with a conference rival in the Chiefs to give them a cornerback they were seeking, you get a guy that you could have got later in the draft. But
3: who did they get in the fourth round? Jack Jones, okay. the but, future of the defense. Exactly. I'm all for it. But the situation... Well, come on. He was good last night. Ken, but the point of this whole conversation is that Bill
4: is not, for whatever reason... He's be, he's becoming averse to making big signings, big acquisitions that impact the team today. He's looking two years down the road. It's, yes, it's you know how the Celtics really needed. They had reached their peak with with Tatum and Brown, and they needed to. You know, Danny was out; he wasn't relating to the team. They bring in Brad Stevens and Ime Udoka, and those guys. Brad made trades, whether it was the you know a key move in getting rid of the uh, point guard from uh, Kemba mm-hmm. and bringing in Horford, or trading picks and bringing in other talent. He did the same thing this offseason with Gallinari and Brad White in the midseason. Yeah. So it was an approach that was winning for now because Danny had utilized those picks as a as a Kevlar vest. That look, As long as he had these future unprotected picks from the Nets and, and Memphis, whoever else, he felt like he had job security because he had fleeced these teams. And for Bill, it's become more important to win the negotiation than win on the field. And I don't understand that because
3: he's hurting himself. More than he's hurting other people around him, it's 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 backwards. But he's doing it for a reason, right? Bill obviously thinks trading Shaq Mason is the right move for some reason. Is it to rebuild an actually okay, draft pick the to reason? Re- I don't to know. Build for two years from now, like is it the games passed him by, or do you feel like he's just miscalculating his plan? It's my my guess plan. is
4: he might have gone to Shack to ask him to renegotiate his deal, as he does from other from time to time. He said no, and they traded him because maybe according to Bill. He saw things in the past protection that weren't uh, – what I don't know. But it, it, you don't have – Or are you with coward that he's sabotaging on purpose? No, but you don't have to be – like Bill was this way and it worked in the first three championship seasons because back then the cap actually mattered. Back then the game was actually balanced. The special teams, you not every kick was a touchback. The kick was five yards further down the field. It had to travel. You could actually have gunners that went down the field and slammed into people. There were a lot of elements of the game that have changed dramatically since those first three titles. It doesn't feel to me that Bill has adjusted well to all those changes.
3: I honestly think the Bill's loss in the playoffs was an eye-opener for Belichick. He felt like, look, this team is so far ahead of where we are right now, I am not in win-now mode. And I don't blame him for that. They are in a two-year rebuild. I know it's frustrating because you're right, they had a salary cap readjustment year with Cam. Then they had a rookie quarterback year. Now they have a bunch of changes on the offense, and they sort of have pushed it off to next year. But you if, to believe in this Patriots team, you have to give Bill two more years. Okay, then, why
4: did Robert Kraft say that they had to win a playoff game this year? I don't know. I think that was performance. I think that's okay. So he, now you're he, So at first I was crazy for
3: saying that. Now you're on my side. I think part of it. I think he he wants to feel like he doesn't want to lose the fans. He trusts Bill. Well, they're on their way to losing the fans. If they, if this yeah. is truly a year where they, they look well, like that, if Bill, everybody's like Bill and Fram again. Remember whoever called us last segment, you're right, because that's surprising when you hear people say this guy's a disgrace, and they got to. I won't watch the Patriots anymore. So if, so if everything goes right next year, what is their record? Next year? Yeah. It depends on
4: the Bills and the rest of the division. It depends on a lot of things. Well, the the, the talent gap between them and the Bills cannot be uh, met in the next calendar year.
3: Uh, yeah. You know, with another off season, it could, like this one. And they just lost their punter. Like this off season? <laughs> well, this off season is uh, where are they better? Out where are they better right now? They are better receiver if Tyquan Thornton's healthy he's and they not. got Devonte Parker. Well, he's not. He's going to miss. Well, Parker's anything. here and he's going to be good. So, but right now they're not better. Well, they're better
4: receiver right now with Parker. Okay, Kendrick Bourne's been basically cast aside. He was he one was of your good team. last he night.
3: He caught a fourth down catch. Yep. All is well. And they are, th- But
4: you don't even feel
3: that way. <laughs> I, I do feel that way.
4: All is well. He was in the doghouse a week ago. He Did didn't he play last night? Why
3: didn't he start the game? Did he play last night? Did Not the perform? first two
4: series, I believe.
3: Okay. But four series, he was in there, so which who- is a part of the silver lining of last night. Good. The offense stayed out there four series. When Giari said the starters weren't going to play... Didn't that surprise you before the game? You're right. like, what? what is going on here? And they played because it mattered. It wasn't an exhibition game because they couldn't perform, Ken. That's why they had yes, them keep that's going good. out. This is the time of year to get that out of your system. Better now than in two weeks. Now they know they have 15 days to work on. There. I hope you're this glowing when we have my performance review. You can just search for reasons. Linebackers are, are better. Your guy, Mac Wilson, You, you, you know? Raquan McMillan Rayquan. That, that tackle eight yards down the field that Zoet like jumped out <laughs> and of Jack his own. Jack Challenger, fourth round pick, so there we go. The draft is a success. Six one seven, seven seven. The draft 9, is 7, a 9, 9, success.
4: A, Cole <laughs> Strange 7. got blown up and the receiver they got in the second round is out for two. I honestly
3: weeks. didn't see Cole Strange getting blown up. Okay. I mean, you could be right. I mean, maybe I missed uh, that it's play. It's not me. It was the Patriots.com dot com postgame show that discussed several plays where he did not perform. I saw Stidham light up the defense. That's as concerning as anything last night. You had Jared Stidham Right down the middle. Was of the it field. was it Duggar who bit hardcore on the play yeah, fake? And yeah. Oh my god! I've never even heard of
4: the tight end that caught all those passes in the touchdown. But I
3: go back to Zo. Uh, I Nick's answering phones right now, so he probably doesn't have it. But you know, he set the standard with the his early assessment that there's no game planning. If someone got to Zo, by the way. It is, is he, the base offense
4: and base defense. So been, nothing to worry about here. He has been very pro Brady over the years since he left, and all of a sudden he's out he of like, talking to. Oh, oh my god. Uh, uh it wouldn't surprise me. Not at all. They, all right. I mean they talked it great. <laughs> yeah, a lot text. of base stuff right now. Base yep.
0: offense, base defense.
5: No game planning going into any of this.
4: <laughs> if you don't see it, but
3: Bears has a gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> uh three seven ninety three seven the text. <clears throat> um so this is talking about Bill. Bill is detrimental to this organization. He's just not right anymore. Um, observing too much credit and glory from Pats Nation um, for past successes. So I, we people on the text line are kind of split on Bill. I do think it, you you brought this up in one of your tweets last night. This will be a year, like Tangway last year was saying if he doesn't win, they got to fire him. I don't think people bought it. It was a year early. This year, that would be a good controversial drum to beat. And maybe you're going to start doing this. I don't know. No, I mean, they, but, but that, I, that Bill's on the line this year. Because that, I think there is a debate there. And, I, and the Robert Kraft preseason statement is something to, it is interesting. I will grant you that. I mean, it's the say what you will about
4: Sam Kennedy and the Red Sox. Every couple weeks, he goes on the Greg Hill show. He's been on multiple platforms. He's been on Nessun. He is the president of the team, and he speaks publicly about it. Wick, we've all documented how great he's been with Greg. He mm-hmm. goes on across the and street. And Steve
3: Pallyuk was great in the Jimmy and Fund.
4: Pags, as always, all the local teams were great in in uh, their contributions to the Dana Farber Jimmy Fund. Uh, telethon we did but the Robert Kraft's last public comments were that those stand alone so it it, either the either you stand behind them and that will cause a need for some form of an action whether that's I'm disappointed this fell beneath my expectations whatever it is and you know and what I tweeted last night was that I don't know if I'm in the minority on this but I'm fascinated this team I I couldn't take my eyes off the screen last night the gl- the glare Bill gave Mac coming off the he field did not give him a glare. Why? Why are you he was denying looking somewhere reality? else?
3: Why, why, I don't understand why you are being this way. Well, it's, that is not evident from that tweet. You don't know what he's looking at. But I but I'll you say you don't know what he's looking at.
4: I am retweeting this right now. Okay. I want Nick, can you look at my retweet <laughs> please and tell me if I am losing my mind or if I am working with? Yeah, okay, Helen right. Keller here, here comes Mac. Here comes Mac, and then watch Mayo says eyes, something to him. Watch
3: Bill's eyes as he passes him. He's like glaring at him. He like he's confused, and then turns his head. <laughs> that, that is, you are reading way into that. Do you think Bill was pissed at Mac? So, Gerard Mayo comes up, bangs
4: him on the shoulder pad, said, "You know, keep your head up." Bill just stares at him as he's walking past; doesn't even touch him. That's a five oh two left in the first, so that's that's after the pick. Yeah, right after the pick, he's going to the sideline. That's why I filmed it because I also. Found it to be... But
3: wouldn't Bill say something to Mac and not just stare at him? Right, that's what made it awkward. He walks right past him. I think he's like looking to maybe for an explanation, maybe. I don't think he's pissed. He's like, what happened? That's okay. I'm, I'm working on an Okay, on Bill's pissed. Bill is furious at Mac Jones. No, I'm just, I thought it was interesting. That's why I tweeted it. It
4: wasn't, it, it was after the interception. He's going well, to you the You say silent. it matter-of-factly, Bill, the, the glare Bill gave Mac. That's just not true. Okay, it's, in my opinion, that's what I see in that video. Yeah. You see him, what? You said he wasn't looking at him. Now you're already off that. He's clearly looking at him. Uh, he might
3: he, he was confused. He's just confused. It's, oh, that's good. Just, the head coach is confused. It's, it's a non-clip. It's just the. It's it's two seconds of nothing. It's two seconds of nothing.
4: Okay. Uh, how much time have we spent on on Tom Brady's <laughs> okay, let's whereabouts? Let's break it down
3: for another segment. 779 nine seven ninety three seven.
4: I don't want to break it down for another segment. I just don't understand how I'm seeing something that's so clear, and you're acting like it doesn't exist. But I'm fascinated by this team.
3: I am. I, I don't know if the fans out there share that. But well, it's a good question. I think we should expand on it. What would cause the crafts to really put Belichick's nuts on the line? You know, to say to give an ultimatum or to make major changes. It would be final
4: say in roster decisions.
3: But do you believe that's this year if that they it's going to come to if, a head? If this is
4: I mean, maybe not as bad as last night, but let's say they're seven and ten, I could see it getting to that. And the Or what Jonathan says we're gonna take over the management of the team you just coach no they say we're gonna we're gonna find someone who is in charge of the roster you coach the team i mean that would be Bill would then quit right that would be in essence i don't think there's ever going to be a time where they say you know the patriots have relieved uh, bill belichick of his duties but uh, you know i I could see them saying or clean up the staff like it's not your daycare you know we got to have actual (laughs) people that aren't in your family on the defensive (laughs) side of the ball if they said that that watching chandler jones Pre-game, he connected with Mayo, who they obviously played together. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to Brian and Steve. It looked like when they were in the Super Bowl years ago, the first dynasty, and he's like, his kids are there. It was so, it just is such a bad look. And I want to say congratulations to Jack Collinsworth, who got the gig calling Notre
3: Dame on NBC. I mean, what
4: a track that he has made. What upward mobility for that guy.
3: Uh, Did John Curtis uh, uh, weigh in this week, by the way? On, on, uh... I mean, did John Curtis give me my job at WEEI in any way? It's a horrible
4: analogy. I mean, I my a... dad
3: never worked in radio. Prepared you well for life with a nice education in Dover High and my, Boston College. I did awful in
4: college. I did <laughs> did not take advantage of Boston College in
3: any way. I interned. You. You've had great opportunities given to you thanks to your father and your father's success. So let's is what, what off the Collinsworths. Jack Collinsworth is calling Notre Dame
4: games. Mike Golick Jr. had a national radio show at my age. Of course it's nepotism. Nepotism doesn't mean you grew up in a wealthy family. Yeah, nepotism means... all part of the same family. Nepotism means that you got a job because of your parents.
3: Yes. You, your parents gave you an easier path to success. In what
4: way? Both you and me. What are you talking about? I, I worked at... I did overnights driving back and forth to Bristol, Connecticut. I worked at 890.
3: You had a bed. good education and a, and a solid upbringing. As so, did Jack Collinsworth. So, Lay so off have, Jack. That's my guy. So having a solid upbringing is nepotism? Not nepotism, but it's in. So the, then, why are you talking? You're about You're so it? hard on these these sons of it's, famous people. It's
4: it's pathetic. It's why none of these people call each other out. Do you think Jonathan Kraft's going
3: to call out the the, the the Collinsworth for hiring Jack and rip nepotism? I don't know. Uh, I mean, as you said, Robert has been tough on Bill. Maybe they will. Maybe there will come a time where he says, "Stop being the daycare." That was to use your quote. I'm right.
4: asking, do you think Jonathan Kraft would call out nepotism in another organization? Mm, probably not. Why do you think that is? Because he inherited his father's team. Right. That's why you. This all exists in all these places. It's. It's. It, that's the big reason you need a Rooney Rule is because, as long as there's people that are in charge that are just like you and me, they're going to keep hiring their own kids, and you don't want to throw a, a stone at a glass house. So you're never going to call it out. Jack well, Collinsworth well said. and Chris Sims are doing national games. It's pretty funny. No, I don't know. I don't know
3: why you don't find that interesting. It is Ken and Curtis. We are back together, for better or for worse. You can reach the show at 617-779-7937. Be here until 1. We're at the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. Red Sox are winning. They are on a roll right now, one in a row, and they are only eight outs, so don't count them out yet. But a lot of Pat's reaction. We'll get your calls next.
0: We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. WEEI.
3: All right, 16 days until your Patriots opener. September 11th, 2022, coming soon. And this is my first show in August, so... One, hey. sh- one show a month for me. Maybe I'll be back in time for the opener.
4: And I got to say this. We got um, some some photos from Courtney from the wedding. She finally got the uh, catalog, I guess. I don't know what mm-hmm. it's called. Just in. Uh, just in. And um, we have photos of Greg and the, um, the, the, the unlucky lady. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's unbelievable, Greg and Courtney, if you're listening, Ken has been killing the lighting of all these photos, saying Drea would have been a better photographer. What are you (laughs) doing? Uh, These photos look awful. I'm sure they're great. I haven't opened it yet, but I'm sure they look (laughs) lovely. Uh, Big day tomorrow for the Great Hill Show. If you're interested, go to Encore. I think it starts at 11 or so. We're going on the ferry at 10.30 for the big uh, cornhole spectacular at our friends at
3: uh, Encore Boston. Discussing many things that are uh, meaningless from last night's Patriots exhibition game, including whether Bill was pissed at Mac from a two-second video that Curtis posted coming off the field after the pick. Looks confused to me, but Curtis thinks Bill is pissed at him.
4: I mean, I would not be judging a guy saying he's 70 and he looks confused on the sideline. That's what Ken's saying. Let's go to
3: Steve in the truck, who probably agrees with Curtis. He always does.
4: Hi, Steve.
5: Hey, Ken, welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad now we got some uh, almost Greg Hill kind of segments on the show because you and him are, are the biggest Bill ball washers in the state. You know, I watched the game last night and Chris is spot on. That look was a death scare he gave Mac last night. You gotta admit that was a horrible interception. Terrible. And I don't blame Mac for everything. He should have never thrown the ball. But he walked into a sack, number one. He didn't have the mobility you know, what little mobility he has he didn't have last night. He looked disoriented. And you gotta you gotta to listen to what Chris is saying. You. you may think this is a two year program he's trying to rebuild. But Craft is right. They want to win now. They don't want to, not going to win the Super Bowl, but they want to win a playoff game. And the way this team's going, I thought they'd win 10 games this year. I'm going to be honest with you. And I know you guys critique Wiggy. I don't think they win more than six or seven games this year the way they look well, come right on, now. Steve, Listen, really I'm telling you, them. unless they do some drastic stuff, they're going to be one and three after the first four games. You're losing to I mean, you're losing to Pittsburgh. The only game I don't have one is the Pittsburgh. Board. I don't think they do. lose to the Trubisky. No, or Pickett. Who's, yeah, who's, I really do. And I think the only game they win is the game they open on home with. I swear to God, I, I could be wrong, but I just don't see more, more than seven or eight games the most. That's my cap. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you see something I don't see. But I just – and you think that they have – you see them better than Buffalo's?
3: No, 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 no. Better better than it was last year, now that they added Devontae yeah, Parker. No, it's
5: not even close you're to
4: you're Buffalo, talking about Devontae like. Parker? The Dolphins He's in big. your division said have him. I mean – <laughs>
5: He, he might be He'll good. He'll be you decent, know? Chris. He'll be decent, but he's not going to be anything no, like that's going to get the You're better than McKeel
4: Harry. Harry.
3: Steve's better than McKeel Plus, Harry. Plus, they'll get Tyquan Thornton up to speed by the end of the year. They have a good group of receivers. They should be Air Mac. They should spread the field for receivers most plays. But that's you know they why they're do. not doing that? I don't know why they're not doing that. Because they don't feel they can protect him. We'll get it out quick. I mean, they did some of that last night, what, and they were hey, successful.
4: You want to hear a little football take that I saw? This might have been uh, Orlovsky or someone, but they were discussing how Mac is better able, unlike Matt Ryan, he's more like Brady in that he doesn't need a big step to throw into the football, uh-huh. that he sort of is able to just sort of slide-step it and chuck it Yep. so that he doesn't need as clean of a pocket as other quarterbacks may. So, obviously... I'm with you. I don't believe last night is on Mac. I don't think that Mac Jones is the problem of this team. Well, I mean, two things. That last night is kind of on Mac. No, but here's he the, was
3: the worst individual performer last night. But if
4: you're if you're the quarterback of a team and you have no faith in the system and the line that's protecting you, mm-hmm. and as you say, you say it's just a base. It's not any game plan specific place. That's play. what Joe so said, not me. So, I mean, he would never be protective of the organization in any way. <laughs> Um, wow,
3: you're friends with Zoe
4: I am, but I mean, he would tell you that. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't hang out. Hey, whatever. Why do you? T- Zo is team friendly, mm-hmm. just like Castig is he's team friendly. Zo is compromised. Team friendly. That's how I put it. Okay, I'd make a compromise with you. Mm-hmm. And get through this point if I could. So, um, but I Mac is not the reason they're going to lose. But they had a guy that was the reason they won, and he masked a lot of this stuff, and that's what you're dealing. You're running into here. You know, for the Patriots in 2019, a down year was 12 and four and lose a playoff
3: game. This it's going to be seven and ten. Well, you would admit Brady in the early years had the benefit of a really good defense around him before he was able to cover up a lot of the mistakes later in his career. Of course, I don't think Brady wins six Super Bowls if he
4: doesn't come right. into the organization with Charlie Weiss and Bill Belichick and Dion Branch and I mean I, 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 Troy Brown and David Patton and David Givens. and. And all the, and and Matt Light and Damian Woody and a great offensive line with Andrewsi, those guys. I agree. I'm saying that for whatever reason, Bill is trying to still build a team with that cap, serious sort of margins where the game was much more balanced, where you could win defensively a lot at that time of the year. Now, it's not that way. You can be much more like the Rams and spend money like a drunken sailor as long as you're willing to guarantee it and drop, you know, and actually spend true cash, you can do that. They have decided against it. And and I am feeling more and more with you that it was performance, as I had said with Kraft, that this is Bill is providing a service for Robert Kraft. We are not talking about him today. If for whatever reason Robert ends up firing Bill, we're not going to talk about who have Bill O'Brien and rip Bill O'Brien for decisions he's making. That's then on
3: Robert Kraft because he chose to replace Bill. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, we talk more about Red Sox ownership than we do Patriots ownership. And it's probably because Bill's the shield for the crafts, right? Correct. Like if this were, if Mookie Betts were Tom Brady playing for the bucks,
4: it would, I mean, the notion that you wouldn't be talking about Henry and you'd be talking about Dombrowski is laughable. Yeah, but that's what we do or Heim who traded him. I mean, it's, they they are in a position here where it is such a swing year because they don't have to win the Super Bowl, obviously. They don't have to get to the AFC Championship. But they have to show progress, that they're moving in a direction somewhere that's not down. And right now, I think Patriots fans are in a wait-and-see mode. They are unsettled. I I would say that, yes. It's been an unsettling last three weeks. 70% of people on Twitter said they're going to win less than nine games this year. These are your followers who are attracted to your negativity. How many? How many? If I said, "Are you a Patriots fan?" How many think you would reply yes right now for my Twitter account?
3: Yeah, but you get the negative uh, section of the fan base. I have been so positive. We should put it out on Fitzy's and see. Fitzy would be a good barometer. So if my, if I'm going to ask Fitzy to so
4: post. If it. I did this poll and it said seventy percent over nine, you would say that my Twitter followers were not uh, able to give a successful answer to the question. Uh I or are you same just, thing. Or are you I, just
3: denying evidence like you're you know Not nut, denying evidence. You know, are you gonna get to the raid at Mar a Lago? I after? will ask my good friend Nick Fitzy Stevens to put the same tweet out on his platform and we'll see what the answers okay. are. Brain deck lemmings. Let's that's, do that. I think that's a good experiment. It's getting in rhythm now. Oh there you go. Oh. See that was season series oh, number four. So is it mad. he's still talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kenny Curtis. We are at the Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio.